This is the Only Human podcast from Community Radio 4ZZZ out of Brisbane, Australia. Hello, I'm David Trung, aka Ambition Road. Um, I am a totally blind singer-songwriter and keyboard slash piano player. Um, I have been doing that since 2014 and I've currently released um, two albums. I guess you would say it's it's a softer side of rock, a bit of folk, a bit of country. Um, I also uh, am involved with a choir called um, Access Art Singers and that is um, a singing group that is organised by a company called Access Arts who are part of um, CPL, Choice, Passion and Life and uh, Access Arts provides um, opportunities for people with disabilities to get there and do art and one of them is singing obviously so um, I'm involved and I, I am the accompanist so I play piano plus I also at the moment are helping running the choir as well. I was lucky I had um, mentor in Annie Peterson who was actually the um, facilitator for the Access Arts Choir which I mentioned uh, a little while ago which I actually started in the, in the choir as a singer and then um, uh, she heard me play the piano and I've um, she thought that I might be better to doing the piano and then she was the one who encouraged me to um, release an album because I had actually contributed a couple of um, songs to the Access Arts Choir, a couple of my own original songs that I'd written. I, I just like the, the, the both choirs. They break down barriers, you know, um, you can be any background, you can um, have a, you know, disability, but that doesn't matter, you know, because we all share the one thing and that's music and uh, you know um, it brings us all together and that's what I love about it and especially with it well the Excess Arts Choir um, they're, they're a group that you know obviously not, they're not the greatest singers in the world and that's that's there's no problem there but what is good about them is they absolutely love to sing and you just I just didn't love hearing and listening to the joy that they get from from singing and then of course with the community choir some of them, um, you know, are professional singers, but there are others who are just shower singers, and there and there are others who are, you know, in between, and they all get together and, and um, we all get together and make a, a pretty good sound. So, you know, that allows people to enjoy the art of singing without, you know, having to feel that they they have to be the best or anything like that. So, again, breaking down barriers, both choirs. Yeah, well, the choir was really great for me because. Um, for the, you know, like what I mentioned before, the, the fact that, you know, I came into both choirs not really um, knowing much about the music scene or, or anything about music, but I'll, it, they provided me the platform to um, get my toes wet, as it were. And then, you know, once I've developed a bit more, then I can actually contribute something back to those choirs. So they gave me something and then allowed me to contribute something back and I'm always learning as well, you know, with um, both from Cheap Trill Choir, from the Access Arts Choir, and also just from uh, my fellow musicians generally, you know. Um, I mean, you know, I'm, you know, happy to say that I've, I've probably, um, you know, improved a lot since I first started, obviously, but um, you're still learning all the time, you know, even though, even though you might think you, you've, you've nearly at the top of your game, but uh, you never are, you know. Uh, Look, you've got to get a. Firstly, you've got to get a recording engineer that really understands your music. That's that's really important. And both my recording engineers, Guy Webster, on my first album, and Tony Dean on my second album, both understood the music I was trying to make. 
But at the same time, um, those recording engineers um, were happy to contribute their thoughts, knowing full well that, um, you know, uh, you may not uh, agree with them all the time, but, you know, you, you probably take them on board. But at the same time, they were prepared to listen to, to me as well. So it's, it's you know, like you've got to have a recording engineer. That's important, that, you know, where you can have a two-way communication. Um, also, you know, um, especially my second album, to keep costs down a bit, I found a recording engineer that was a, a, a multi-instrumentalist, which Tony Dean was. He, he played you know, the guitar and the bass and, and drums and percussion, and, and, all, and I just played the, my keyboard, which, um, for, because I have high-end keyboards, they have a lot of instruments, so I could make up the instruments on those keyboards as well. Plus, we were using um, uh, MIDI, etc. so there were some plugins we could use as well so that that was on my second album first album was a bit more um oh how can i put it, it was it was more um oh, we didn't use we still use computers etc but there was more of um live playing uh and we use a few more musicians as well so you know, both albums had a different um points that i enjoyed and um but i'm proud of both albums well if you asked me that three years ago, or even two years ago, I'd say, look, you know, accessibility um, needs to be improved a lot. But since the NDIS has come in, I've been able to um, employ support, what we call a support worker. I call them personal assistants myself because I, I don't like the term support work, but that's just, that's just me. But um, but I've been in, in able to employ them, and, and they've been able to help me access any inaccessible, you know, buildings that aren't accessible. So they've been able to drive me there, um, showed me into the building, helped me set up my gear, um, and you know, helped me do any amenities, and of course, the important thing getting drink <laughs> and food. And um, but you know, helped me out of the building and just ensuring, um, you know, that that uh, everything runs smoothly. So, uh, the NDIS for me has been a real game changer, um, as far as accessibility is concerned. And with my art being a mu- being a music performance, um, I'm lucky in a way, I guess, that, um, you know, all I have to do is, is you know, um, get get onto the stage and perform my music and hopefully my music um, will describe everything that I'm, I'm trying to, you know, convey, convey in the song, etc. But, um, yeah, I, I understand exactly what you're saying regarding other arts where they will need audio description for their for dance routines or for, you know, um, theatre and for plays, etc., etc. I mean, I... I enjoy the audio's description myself, but as far as music is, is concerned, um, I suppose, you know, uh, it'd be nice to have audio description to describe, um, you know, what I'm wearing, except, but I don't know if people want to know that, you know, <laughs> but, um, or, or even describe, you know, what I'm playing, etc. you know, as far as what keyboard I'm, I'm uh, playing, etc. I mean, I enjoy that when I go to a gig, when I, when I have a um, personal assistant with me, um, I, I usually ask them, you know, oh, look, you know, what kind of keyboard are they playing? How many people on stage, etc., etc. So I guess, you know, that would be good if, if I had that, but it's, it's probably something that's low on my priority as an artist. Um, my priority is to actually just get my music out there and make sure that I can actually get to the buildings to actually do that, you know what I mean? I've got a couple of um, bits of advice. The first one would be that don't limit yourself, you know, um, there, there are heaps of people out there that are doing what you are thinking about wanting to do. So don't be scared to just to um, to give it a try. I mean, you know, the worst that can happen is um, you don't do anything at all, which is 
if you don't go and do it, well, you're not doing anything at all anyway. So, you know, that, that'd be one bit of advice. I say, just, just go for it, you know, um, go for your dreams and no, no dreams too small. I mean, and you'll never know if you don't give it a go is the old saying. And the other bit of advice is, um, network, network, network. That's, that's what I had to do. And don't be scared to, uh, talk to fellow musicians, talk to, um, you know, if you're joining a choir, um, talk to the choir, leader team and that will be the conductor the choir leader you know the accompanist and some and usually an administrator have a chat to them about your needs usually especially community choirs they are really um really wanting to help you as much as they can to to ensure that you have a good time at those choirs um well that's been my experience with all the community choirs i've been involved in anyway because basically they are a community they, they are community minded they are wanting you to succeed, and they are wanting, and they will, they will do what they can to help. Um, and uh, yeah, that's that's basically two bits of advice. And obviously, um, you know, don't be scared to also take feedback as well. You know, and that's part of networking, I guess, because um, you know, so sometimes I've, I've seen other musicians they they quit because somebody might have a bad review about them, or they might have, you know, criticised them, but. It's, Maybe they hadn't meant to criticise them. Some people, you know, are good with words, but their intentions are good. So, you know, just just make yourself be able to um, accept advice, take it on board. And if you don't like the advice, you can always throw it out. But you know, and just filter out that bit of advice you don't like, and you use the bit of advice that you know might uh, help you. And that that's about all I, I'd have to say. You are listening to the Only Human podcast. Only Human is a weekly program on social justice, disability rights, psychology, social research and mental wellness. You can listen in Brisbane on 4ZZZ 102.1 FM and set digital on DAB Plus radios. Love community media? You can support 4ZZZ by subscribing or making a donation at 4ZZZFM.org.au.